Pod friends. Old French fries. Screw it. What can I say except you're welcome for the Bench Right Club today. You're riding away, so you're welcome. We might rant about Linda and Mel Miranda today. <laughs> I love you, Lynn. One, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Riding's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh, oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. We write on the bench. We snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate on the bench. Yes, sir, we do. Welcome, <laughs> listeners. Been a minute. <laughs> and yet it hasn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like no time has passed been at many, all. It's been many minutes, but yes. I've been all the way to New York and back, and there's stickers everywhere. If you ever see a sticker... This is two girls in a bunch. Take a picture of it. And like Instagram it or like yeah, whatever. Any sort of social media exposure will be nice. Very nice. <laughs> so I have a quote. All right. Here it is. I often think that the night is more alive and more richly colored than the day. Hmm. Vincent van Gogh. Or as they say in Holland, van Gogh. They do? Yeah. Interesting. I know. I went to his museum in Holland and I was like, Von Hoch. <laughs> that was pretty good. I mean, I'm like trying. It probably sounds like I'm way trying. better when a Dutch person says I, I it. like it when you try, Shauna. It makes I, me happy. I'm try sometimes. So um, that quote is very perfect for us because it, I think that it's hard for us sometimes because we're super night people. Yeah, we are. And we have to record like during the day. Things are sometimes. richly colored at night. And during and we, the day, they're drab. Yeah, no, all of like our the beginning of the Wizard of Oz. Yes, right. All of our writing <laughs> we and have to drink to make it colorful. Anything, it's so painful, you guys. Anything that we've ever written or ever worked on that we've been passionate about, I feel like has happened at like fucking two to three in the morning. For like, sure. It's, it's like I mean, we've hour. even done some like all night writing competitions where like, the whole point was to like get your. Assignment yeah. at five o'clock at night and then write all night long. Yeah, by the, the way, everybody, morning. we did that one time. We did. Because we. Was that like the gorilla like theater competition? Yeah, it was 24 hour theater thing. Yeah. And they gave us a director and actors. We talked to them and then we're like, we're going to go and home and then like and write 10 a minutes later, we had to write a, a short play and we did it. And we thought it was good, but the actors were really bad. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, not sorry. Also, it was the direction. Yeah. Sorry, director guy. I don't remember any of the people. If we could have directed it. It was a super long time ago. And it was like a performance art piece that we did about Los Angeles. It was called Unlearning Los Angeles. And it It was like about not being like comfortable in your own skin. But like this one actor. understood it. Was like trying to really emote about how uncomfortable he was. And it was just like, (laughs) I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. And it was like, I can't find a comfortable place. And it was like. Two there was hour some good parking. poetry. Two in that. hour parking. We had yeah. some really good lines. A lot in there. of like overlapping speaking and <sighs> you guys, you know, raw meat. Just so kidding. There was no, no raw meat. meat. <laughs> but <laughs> let's just say that the nighttime. We like the nighttime. We like to boogie. <laughs> we like the nighttime. We like to boogie. Booty, booty, Isn't that from something where like uh, is it like Mike Myers where he's like I like the nighttime. I it's like a song. Boogie. No, but he. He Somebody says it. says it funny. Um, oh, that's I thought it. you said it funny. That's a great 
Somebody way to remember it. Said Somebody it said it was funny once. No, Hopefully but, everybody has that in their head now. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? They if know. you do, scream it out to your earbuds and then tell us later. <laughs> okay, we're done. So. Just kidding. Okay, so we just went to the Outlier Podcast Festival. Yes. And it was really fun. And it was really hot. <laughs> it was. It was the hottest festival in the world. There seemed to be no air conditioning um <laughs> but there were a few fans yes and then our fan chris no. from faces and aces oh my god he brought us a fan that you put water in on the second day of the festival so we could like mist ourselves throughout the sweaty sometimes i would situation. just hold the fan to my face yeah and then, i would like, just I stick would, it like under it, my skirt yeah we were whatever. just like putting it down each other's shirts i mean it, it was, was so nice thank it was you chris very sweaty it was and that so was, great to meet everybody we met the the gals from um book of lies book of lies um uh, we hung out with justine from cutaways and lady pod squad we hung out with um Holly we, Weird Paranormal. We got to see Tammy and Bryce My in worst person. Date. Yeah, which Tammy was and great. Bryce. Tammy and you. Bryce are not our worst date. That's a separate Sorry. podcast. I like <laughs> overlapped you. <laughs> You're all, all Tammy and Bryce. You're like, My worst date. They're all Jesus, you guys. Rough. Who are you? I am the walrus. No, it was really, it was so fun because, like, this, it, okay, I'm just going to, like, just gush. Humble brag or gush or whatever the fuck I'm going to do. But, like, we walked in last year. We were like, "Hey, everybody! We like have we're podcasts." So shy. And like, hi, Franklin Jones. And then Trish I mean, Jonathan Hirsch. Trish is going to tell you a weird story. <laughs> we were just. I'm all like, like, I carried a watermelon. We were like really demure. <laughs> and then this year well, we walked as demure as we I could mean, be. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> but we were like little podcast babies, and we and then yes. this year we're not podcast babies anymore. No. We're like old podcast ladies now, and so we like. <laughs> Walk in the room and we're like, hey, we're like hugging people and we're like waving to people. Yeah. And it was so fun. We because gave out kazoos. No one else had kazoos. No one. Oh, we by the way, snacks. Too. Yeah, we also brought pretzels and thank goodness because the only other choice were baby bottles of warm water and clementines. So, you know, we, we saved the we day. We saved with everybody books. with some pretzels for dinner. <laughs> it was a good, you know, showing of what we can really provide we the met world. Cassie from my worst date. Yes. And Cassie's awesome. We had so much fun with yes, her. That was a lot of dancing and alcohol and joy. Not at the festival. That was a later yeah. There was a meetup afterwards that we talked about on the last show. And it was really fun. And thank you, Josh Hallmark, for arranging that. And it was so fun. Like having dinner with uh, Hannah from Boozy Movies and Josh. And it was just, it was such a great way to connect and think about what's next and just like be real with some people that out. we feel like we already know because we listen to well, them all and the it time. Was, I got to tell you that the meetup was like, it was so fun because it was like being with like a, you know, your college friends or something. Yeah, it was like, it was. hey, everybody, we all kind of know it each other. It was like a school reunion, except you wanted to go. Yeah. <laughs> but because, like, you know, and no also, one wants to go to their high school reunion. We didn't really know them in person, but no. we knew everybody so well from their podcast yes. and they knew us. So it was like, let's hang out at this bar and like dance and talk and like tell each other personal stuff. Kind of that happens. Capricorn a today, gal. I don't remember her name. I didn't catch her she name. She didn't have a card. So I'm... Okay, this is a great story. Yeah, so tell that I'm, story. First of all, there's like a really sweet chick that showed up just to meet Josh. With like beautiful pink like beehive hair. Yeah, she was like amazing. She was And she fabulous. was just like sitting there and I was like, hey, 
who are you? And I know like, you just I started talking to her. I, I don't like, know why, because I didn't know what to do. Because I was like, I feel like I should just talk to people. And so well, then she was I just, just sitting did. all alone, and she looked a little bit shy. And I, I was like, Is she just here to have a drink, or is she here for this? No, and I, that, so that's how it started. Yeah, and I just never stopped after that. So I was like, <laughs> Hey, what's going on, Baba? She's like, I'm starting a podcast, um, but I don't think it's out yet, so I don't say the name because I don't know if she's i don't know what's going on with that okay but anyway she's gonna start a crime podcast okay cool so she was like there so to she's meet. obsessed with true crime bullshit. she was there yeah. to meet josh right hallmark true crime bullshit the weirdest say that he's very famous just he's kidding so famous he's so famous amazing we, love we you, josh. knew him when he was just <laughs> josh <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding he gave a great keynote speech at um outlier yes he did and he's the best he is so Super she wanted to meet him and she was like he was talking to somebody else and um i was like hey you know blah blah what's going on with your life and your podcast and she's like she goes oh i have to leave soon because we got there like a little bit late not that it was like 15 minutes it wasn't that bad maybe but. like half an hour but like she i think she got there like right when it started you know what i mean and there was like nobody there <laughs> we're like, right. hey, let's mosey in late. Like, we took well, our know. dinner took a while because it was like this super hipster, I don't know, quasi Mexican restaurant. Yeah, yeah, and it, it even they don't take reservations, of course. So, like, we had to it's just like we were forced fearless. to drink and wait, which worked out for us. Okay, it was fine, but it took a while. So, so anyway, I'm talking to this woman, and I'm like. And she's like, I have to go soon. Like, should I go somewhere else? And I was like, oh. And I said, you know what? I'll just introduce you to Josh because I'm, like, so cool because I know Josh. <laughs> and so I was like, so I just took her over. So I said, hi, this is, I can't remember her name. Um, you know, she she wants to meet you and, you know, blah, blah. So then I, I interrupted his conversation with this other woman, though. And I was like, right. and I turned to her and I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. But she was just really excited about me and Josh. She goes, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then we start talking. God damn it, I wish I knew your name, woman who does the astrology podcast. podcast. Um, we'll come, look it up. Come find us. I don't know who she's, you, your name. I'm so sorry. Weirdly, it turned out she's a voice actress for the podcast, and she was told Sean about her show, right? No, oh, it was okay, so weird. So I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, we have podcasts, two girls and a bunch, blah. We just went to Outlier. It was great. And she goes, yeah. She's like, oh. I said, do you have a podcast? And she's like, well, I just started one where I'm I'm actually the host. I'm not, you know, I didn't conceive she of it. She doesn't write it. She's the, she's the, she's the voice. She's the voice of yeah. it. She's like a voice actress. Very and calming so, voice. Wonderful voice. And she goes, it's called um, Astrology or shit, I'm messing up the name. But it's like Astrology Today. And then you download like your sign. Right. So. I was like, Shauna just sent this to me too a week before. I had just started listening to it because I listen to Podcast Cults because it's like one of my yes. favorites. And they have a bunch of shows. Great network if you ever want to like get into their stuff. They have so many cool shows. And then they just started this one. And I was like, wait, I just started listening to that. That's you? Like it was just so, it was one of those weird moments where you're like, I know you. Like I listen to you every morning. Like your voice is very calming. It was so bizarre. And then we were like chatting. And she was like, "No one ever has ever like heard of the show yet because it's brand new." And Shauna's like, "Came out." I listen to it every day. Now. I was having like a fit about it. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it!" So then I'm. Did she there. ask you like, "Does it help you?" Yeah, she asked me if it yeah. helped me, and I was like, uh, "I don't know, not really." It's but I kind of like fun it. to listen to your sign, <laughs> and like her voice is pretty calming. It's a little bit like, it's like "Good morning, Capricorn." Yeah. And yeah. I'm like. Oh, I just need someone to do that for me. So I'm like talking to her and we're just like chatting. And then this like a random dude walks up to us 
And he's like young. But this is not cool. Nothing about this part of the story is and cool. And this, my it friends, sounds- this is my my friends. Why we call it two girls on a bench? Because like when we are somewhere together, weird people, weird people happen, approach us. Yes. And I wasn't even talking to Trisha. She was no, talking to somebody else. I was. About- I was talking to Rachel Knoll about poems for people. Another cool podcast, uh, which is an amazing podcast where she interviews She's different a people, writer, uh, poems, the number four people, and. Uh, she types a haiku at the end of her interview. The one with her mom is like, you're going to cry. Just deal with it. She uses like an old so school typewriter. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's just like super artistic art form. And she's going to have a book. Like we're going to have her on our show. Rachel, we are in love with your podcast. Like, the concept and haikus. everything about it. And we're like, we just, we just did, did a haiku. I know. Of course we were all. Ooh. We didn't know why she liked haiku so much. And then when I listened to her show, I'm like, well, this is why. <laughs> like, and then she's like, oh, I have a book of haikus. And then we were like, of course you do. And we love you now. And also, like, forever. What the hell that we just ran into you? Okay, so then we're like, me and the astrology checker standing like in the corner of this bar, just like chatting about, like, oh my God, astrology podcast, oh my God, two girls on a bench, whatever. And then weird guy saunters up to us. He's like, hey, so do you have a podcast? And I'm just like, oh my God. And he's like, and I was like, oh, do you have a podcast? And he was like, no, but like I have like YouTube content and like awesome. I'm thinking I might just like do a podcast because it's so easy. He goes, I mean, how much? I said, well, it's it's a lot of work. Like I said, but you know, it's worth it if you've got. You're I was trying nice to be and hopeful. You're like, oh, baby podcaster. Yeah, I love I'm you. like, you know, like your mom, whatever at the bar. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> and he's like, well, I mean, like, how much time does it really take? None. I'm like. Gee, it's easy. I was like, well, we basically, we like record. That takes probably about an hour. I'm not going to get into the whole like me and Trisha are friends. It takes us a really long time. It takes like four hours to do an hour of content because we have to talk and be friends. So I'm like, <laughs> really, realistically, maybe an hour. And then I was like, but then my my co-host like spends a ton of time editing it. He's like, well, I'm just thinking I'll just be like stream of consciousness. <laughs> Like, I'll just talk. Because that's, that's a brand new idea. I was like, yeah, young white guy, get on it. Get out there and just talk. I sure you have a ton of cool shit to say because right now you're really impressing me. No, and I was like, uh, and then the other woman, the nice astrology woman, she goes, yeah, she goes, you know, you should be careful with that because, you know, if things aren't well produced, like it does not come across yeah, well. And she was like, really it sound good. You turn it off. She was yeah. really like cool for saying that yeah but then he was like yeah and we were like we can't ever like get away from him and so then you were like drunk he was just i don't know or stupid like i don't know (laughs) was he even there for the meetup or was he i think he was there for the meetup really like he thought he was gonna like hit it big with his great shit <laughs> with his great his pitch was his like elevator pitch was i like, don't know it's it's, it's me talking and i'm not gonna edit it and like <laughs> it's easy right and we're like no and he was just like i mean like come on and i was like you suck so then we were like so then you had bought me a drink the wrong drink but well this is what got but thankfully this got us out of it so i turned and you're like 
you know, just like right next to us at the bar. Like I was two right there. Down. I was talking to Rachel. Yeah. And I was, and you're like, I got you a, a vodka tonic. And I was like, a vodka tonic? Why'd you, you get were that? You so mad at me. And then me and astrology girl slowly moved away from him. And then I just like argued with you about tonic for like five minutes. And then he just walked away because he was like, I can't handle all this like strong feminine energy about the tonic. So then astrology woman was like, She's like, thanks. I never know how to get out of those situations. I'm like, he's so dumb. Like, why'd he come talk to me? <laughs> you guys really bonded over that. It was we really were funny. just like, you know, not, not having it. But anyway, it was I have funny. to also mention we met this amazing woman who also pitched her new podcast called Gig Life at the podcast, uh, the Outlier Pitch she Competition. Was amazing. Her name is Tish, and hopefully, her podcast will be coming out soon. Uh, or like within the next year, but we'd love to have her on our show. And she, we went to lunch with her randomly and she was just this amazing chick. And if you've ever been a freelancer who just gigs all the time for your work, like you're a caterer <laughs> at night, you're a nanny in the morning. You're I know. She's like, yesterday I lift. was chasing a bunch of kids yeah. around the LA County Fair. And I'm like, yeah. your kids? She's like, no, nope. I'm a nanny. I'm a nanny. She's like, I wish I had a van like that so I could change my clothes in yeah. it we're like where are you going later she's like to cater. like cater yeah no, she was <laughs> just like, so cool tish we love meeting you and she's the we can't best. wait to have you on our show i also have to mention um michelle agritzi who is an actress on wolf 359 and arden which are amazing <gasps> audio dramas great panel great panel at the outlier i mean i have to say even though the outlier festival had no air conditioning the panels the speakers and the 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 call the quality of the content and the people who were there was and really like really the camaraderie really good. and like just Very being good. around podcasters yeah. was so fun. So Michelle, like I am like a weird stalker for your acting, and I was very excited to meet you. And I was the only one who was like, "Yeah!" During when they said, when she I, said Wolf Three Fifty Nine, I, like I was gave like, a little side cheer. I listen to like, yeah. I'm so shitty about the audio you're not, promise. dude. It takes time to listen to this stuff, and if you're trying to like read a book and raise children and work. I mean, you got to pick and choose. And like, I happen to have time to binge that at some point when I was doing it's, something. You know what it is? It's like my attention. It's yeah. like, I feel like I have to like put a tent. I saw something like run there by. There's like a weird cat jumped around, but okay. I don't have cats. Okay. Outside. That was like a scary. <laughs> We're getting into all the horror, everybody. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shadow people. So yeah, no, but it's just like, I, I'm saying this just because I feel like I need to make a disclaimer because I love audio like dramas yeah. and like I just sometimes it's like I need to maybe be on a road trip by myself mm -hmm. or something to like binge a whole like drama. Are you driving to Bakersfield when you go on your trips in a week yeah, or so? Yeah, but I'm going to have like somebody with me and so uh, it's like not. You can't listen to podcasts really in that situation unless know. like they're into it. We might. Let's see. You could try it. We'll but, give like, it a shot. My best friend says this is great. Let's listen to season one on the way out. And like, they're like. F you and your best friend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nobody says that ever. I have to give a huge shout out to uh, Christine Blackburn from Story Smash, which if you oh, haven't listened to her. Oh, my God, everybody. <laughs> her podcast is called Story Worthy. Oh, my God. She does live game shows at the Hollywood Improv, like, I don't know, like once a month. It's like a crazy schedule. She also has like a one woman show and she has a network. I think it's called Story Worthy and Story Worthy Media. And she did a live show of her game show, which is essentially a wheel of topics. And each contestant goes up and has one minute Man, to tell a story. Wheel. And then there's judges. Lisa Orkin was one of the judges. And Lisa has a, another podcast called Project Woo Woo, where people come on and they'll, they'll speak from the perspective of someone who in history, like 
I don't know, like the Virgin Mary or the Dalai Lama. It's like Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Crossed so, out. Apparently yeah. they've already done that one. Already done the one. So, she's so funny. In the, <laughs> she's in the future, hopefully we'll be having some connections with her and Christine. But I actually was on the live story smash um, competition and had to, tell, it. had to tell a one minute story and a two minute story. And it was nerve wracking, but fun. And I pulled from our vault of um, many travel stories and things that we've talked about on the show. And that helped a lot. And it went over okay. I mean, I was so nervous, but I didn't have to worry that I was the only one sweating because it was 110 degrees in there. Everybody was sweating. Everybody was sweating. So it didn't matter. And that kind of took the edge off for me a little bit. I'm like, I'm not going to worry about sweating off my makeup or not. No, no, everybody was like hot. I got a like cute dress. Not everybody like, like loved way. my dress. Yes, everybody loved her. Where dress. the wheel was spinning, I got all these compliments. It's like a black dress with like little telephones on it from Torrid, and it was amazing. Shout but out to Torrid. Want to sponsor us? Because like we just ordered Love a bunch of clothes. clothes from you. Okay. So, anyways, but, wait. I have to tell my perspective. Really tell quick. your perspective. So I was like, <laughs> Trisha. It was like an improv thing. I was like, Well, I did improv in college, oh, no, but like Trisha's not so a long time. Funny. <laughs> And and you're like, I'm so nervous. And I'm like, why? You're so funny. Like, and so because Trisha used to get up and like make up songs with a guitar, like Adam Sandler's like style. Four chords. That's so. why it was funny. <laughs> um, no, it was funny because you were funny too. But, and I was like, you're going to kill this. And so then we were like going over stories. Yeah. Before. I was trying you- to practice this because there's like 12 topics and then there's audience. I listened to like a ton of the live shows on uh, Christine's feed so I could like hear them at the Hollywood Improv and like she's got like people that write for fucking Modern Family on the judging it's just like a little intimidating I was like oh my god what is gonna happen but I I had I had a couple stories I was ready you were like telling me stories in the car and I'm like that one not that one that one's not funny that one's funny that one's not funny And then you're like, I need a story about this. And I'm like, what about this? And I told you a story yeah. that was your story. Yeah. It was not something that no, happened that, to well, me. That, we have the same brain. <laughs> no, it works. I'm all, you know what story you should tell? You should tell this story so, that happened to you when I wasn't hopefully, there. I believe I they were it. recording. So hopefully like, we'll be able to release that. It was so hilarious. As a, something you can listen to. But Trisha he, got the worst audience. Yeah, the thing. audience can yell out a topic. And so I listened to her podcast a ton, right? So I was pre- prepared. The audience usually yells out virginity or customer service and I almost did or but like then i didn't I bad felt- haircuts or like any sort of normal funny thing embarrassing moments yeah. right because the topics are like mom holidays drunk tank like all that stuff interviews so, yeah interviews so anyways i get up there and the audience yells out space and i'm like oh my god and then the audience yells out industrial revolution <laughs> And I'm like, I don't even know what to talk about. We're right like, now. please don't get that one. And it's then they're like, a true story. And then too. they go, Day of Reckoning. Yeah. Day I mean, of there were other reckoning. like things in there, but like, no, those but it, really those, shine. Those were the three. Those three. Yeah. So the judges get to pick and they picked Day of Reckoning. And I was like, I don't even <laughs> know what to do. <laughs> so and tell like, them what you did. <laughs> so I went into this big tirade. No, no, but how you started? Oh, because this was I, like the best thing. Because I was like, you just because it was like, what do you do? It's not funny. Nope, I had to tell a two minute story. So Wait, I, somebody's trying to like. Oh. Oh. Why? Okay, pause. Okay, so we're back from our brief interruption. <laughs> Sandra's husband's like, 
Griselda, who's my daughter, is here, and she wasn't here before. Randomly. <laughs> <laughs> random. like, showed up. And then I didn't notice, like, my husband was texting me, and I was just like, great. Like, he was like, you know, I'm going to the car wash. And I was like, Do Thank, it. thanks for letting me know. Like, I didn't respond because we were podcasting, recording. And then she comes in, and she's like, you have dad's wallet. Because, <laughs> like... Okay, so it's your anniversary. Side note happy today. Anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy 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 anniversary. Happy 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 anniversary. Okay, anyway. <laughs> 18 years. Woo! Jesus Christ. Okay, so last night we went out though. Today is my actual anniversary, but yesterday we went out. We went to the place that was a little fish, as they would say in Shaun of the Dead. We went to a fish place. And then we went to see Downton Abbey, as you do. Nice. <laughs> and it was, like... So perfect for you. It was so perfect. And we were, like, all, like, sentimental and, like, me and Edgar Did loved... he watch the show, too? Oh, no, he watched the whole oh, thing. Me it. and him were, like, obsessed with it. That's really sweet. My husband, who was, like, Che Guevara when I met him, yep. it turned into, like, a big old, like, soft Anglophile. Okay, sorry, <laughs> Edgar. Spoiler alert, everybody. So we're like, we love, and it was like the king's visiting. We're like, oh my god, you know. We're just like super excited. So it was just, it was lovely, and just go watch it if you watch Downton Abbey. Okay, so it was nice night. So I had his wallet though, because he always has a bunch of shit. Yeah, wallet, phone, keys. Not enough pockets when you're a man. You really do need a purse. So I said, give me your wallet, (laughs) pull your shit in like my purse, and then of course, like didn't give it back to him. So right now. He shows up with my daughter and they're like, we want to go like, get a car wash and like go to the mall and like do all these things. And like, we have no money because you have mom's wallet. And I was like, it's at home. So go back and find it. Okay. That was a great story. I should tell that on the story podcast. Know, Everybody's right? like, "This is, I'm going to fall asleep right now. So Trisha, okay. tell them what you said All when right. you started your story because it was very funny. So I have to tell a two-minute story, and I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say. Day of Reckoning. Day of Reckoning is the topic. And I don't have a true Day of Reckoning story because it hasn't fucking happened yet in mm-hmm. like my life. Thankfully. right? And I don't have the wherewithal to like relate it to something like funny. How like, do you sum that <clears throat> shit up? So afterwards, Lisa Orkin, one of the judges, was like, the day of reckoning, like when my <laughs> husband showed up and like left me or some story. And I was like, well, that would have been good. And she's right? all, you went to an Etta James concert yeah. and you came back and your husband left you. And we're like, that's very specific. Slightly specific. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. It might be real, but moving on. <laughs> we're, so, like, we're like, wow, that was like yeah. right on the nose. So I'm like, I need to buy myself some time. So I go up to the microphone and I'm like, the day of reckoning by Trisha Marshak. <laughs> And I just start like I'm Everybody doing like a school report. Because it was like so ridiculous. We're like, it didn't make any sense. And then afterwards, the whole night, everybody was like, day, day of reckoning. reckoning. I mean, you were famous because you got the worst freaking like, prompt. I, you know? I, I talked to Christine the next day. I'm like, I've never heard anyone shout that out. I've heard some weird ones. And like, she was like, good thing you didn't underwear get it. Fucking or, industrial revolution. I don't know what I would have done. You're like... Hard times. I don't. I may, I read it in college. No idea. Lisa was tired. I and that's not two Charles minutes. I don't have two minutes of I, content. I almost ran out of content. No. But then Shauna, I, I was read a lot of books in college. I just about. turned the day of reckoning into the apocalypse, and I just started taking from some of the content we've done before, where we're gonna kill zombies with like mic stands and shit. And then I'm running out of like <laughs> weapons as I'm talking. I look over at Shauna and she's doing this beckoning motion with her hand. And I'm her mouth wildly gesturing. Wildly 
like how do you describe it shaking a rain stick but everybody pretend to shake a rain stick right now what does that look it like it looks like you're like doing like jack a jack off. off movement so she's jacking in the air really big like and Trish is, Trish is looking I at me i looked at her and, and everyone I'm like, looks at me what what is that and then i'm like rain stick <laughs> you because got it one time Once again, I had a stalker and Shauna chased brain. him off with a rain stick. No, we had nothing to fight with. Yeah. So we're like, we, we a, have a, a bat, bat and a rain stick. And nothing else. Yeah. And you pick up the first thing that looks like a bat. Rain, stick. A rain stick. It was a very big, beautiful. Do you still have that rain stick? It was really <laughs> nice. Rain sticks are like hollow. They are. So if Probably I would have shattered. Somebody. Yeah. No. But, but the fact that I, I am gesturing The fact wildly. that I knew what she meant from yeah. that was so funny and that made it a good ending. But that everyone's was looking at me like the hardest what are you thing. doing? And then I didn't get drawn. They drew draw like out of the top three. They you didn't draw. make like the final, but you should have. I but think the chick that won was hilarious. No. The, she deserved it. She was really funny. Her stories were great and she had a great three minute. We give it drawing. up to her because no. I was she glad. was making us yeah. laugh. And she represented because it was like very heavy male comedian type things and like type things, <laughs> type people. And then some me. of these type <laughs> things like the so, males. But it was really fun and I highly recommend the show. And if you're in L.A., we're going to try and get to the Hollywood Improv to see the show because Dude, it Trish is, is funny, super funny. And um, maybe I'll get a chance to like try and improv again one day. I don't know. I got some stories. I mean, that's like you're, all I do. You're good. It was it it's, was exhilarating and scary and awesome all at the same time it, it, it's so hard to explain how that felt because i'm not an actor and I'm, i don't i'm not no, usually on stage really... in front of people okay but like i gotta say trisha because <laughs> i'm your friend so i can like brag about you or whatever <laughs> but like there have been points in our lives when we've been trying to like create all these different things right and like and have created them and there's been moments where I'm like, wow, you have a lot of talent. Like, you can sing and you can, like, choreograph and you can, like, you're make so a fucking sweet. costume and you can, like, light the shit out of something. And then <laughs> also you're pretty funny. Like, you used to get up and do improv. Like, and, like, look, I have a big ass mouth and a lot of opinions, but I would not <laughs> do improv. Like, it's so terrifying to me. And, like, it can so not be funny. Aww. And you were funny at it. No, because it can, we know. It yeah. cannot be, it can it be can bad. Go bad. Yeah. It can be really bad. Yeah. And when you did improv in college, you were funny. You were one of the funny ones. It was like, bring Trisha up. She's hilarious. <laughs> Get the audience going on some weird song she and made you guys, up. it's weird because I'm, like, kind of shy. In this weird way, like I'm no, kind of no, I am sometimes. Like I feel scared and shy, but I just when I'm scared and shy, like the that's funny shit comes out of my mouth. That's when you shine, <laughs> Trisha. So like it's like my it's like my presentation of like to make it through something. I'm just like I can be funny, but you have a good get, like get through that. <laughs> you got a good reflex there, like right. how I can catch something if you throw it at me. No, that's you, basically your improv. I can't. Skills. I'm like Daria. Like the ball passes me, and then I like pretend to hit it no no you go like i can't do it right (laughs) now but where you you. like cross your arms in front of your face and like fall if somebody if i were to throw something at you right now i would jump to the ground although i I would catch it so i did survive a tech teacher that threw wrenches if you can dodge a wrench you can dodge a ball okay it's the best let's yeah shout out to mr roar you're amazing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i will just tell we you we love you we love you and yeah. your wrench throwing and if i was in my the age you are i was like i mean I, if i was that i would have thrown a fucking wrench too all the fucking time and i uh, would have thrown yeah the hacksaw or no something. there was some throwing <laughs> and i understand why and i really understand why now <laughs> 
So anyways, moving on. That was random. Okay. Let's have a snack. The intensification of feelings of fear or shock. The rising sense of dread or dismay. The long dark nights. A flicker of movement. The fear of the unknown amongst the shadows. This year, we here at Penance RPG are excited to announce we will be contributing to all the horror. A month-long collaboration project with other writers, podcasters, and members of the horror community. But what will we be doing? Well, dearest listener, we shall be bringing back our Halloween special, where we open our dungeon to any and all who wish to experience this year's dark tale for themselves. So, dive forth into all the horror on Twitter this October, or... If you find yourself brave enough, gather your friends and come find us at Penance RPG to take part. We have such sights to show you. Give me that snack book! We have a myriad of snacks. And by myriad, I mean there's a, like a lot of things going on here. Trisha went on a great trip. I did, and my coworker in New York hooked us up with like so black and white cookies and this cute little box. And they're like bow, beautiful, so sweet. And then it's my so other coworker, like, nicely like put together. If you've listened to the show since the beginning, one of our first like listeners and fans that sent us like sweet little presents was Sassy and Cincy, and she's from Ohio. And I got to spend some time with her, and she gave me a little box of candy because she knows how much we like chocolate. And I already ate one of them, and then we gave from one to my daughter as she was walking out the door I did, right now. Because I was just like, have a, have a piece of candy. She looked hungry, so she's I'm just, just kidding. She's very skinny. <laughs> so Grader's <laughs> is like huge in Ohio. She's so just tall and beautiful. The candy there is yes. just as good as the ice cream. And I, the first one I got was so good. It was like dark chocolate raspberry filling. And they have an ice cream that that is that flavor. And I have to say that's my favorite. It's like it's raspberry so... ice cream with dark chocolate in it. No, really no. Really good. Raspberry. I like, I love. the well, cr- You like the creamy chocolate. But the ones that are like, like flavored. One. Yeah. Like a like a like a strawberry or like a raspberry. And that's not my favorite. Or usually. cherry. I mean I love like a fake <laughs> Well this one had like real raspberry this is like puree. A sea salt caramel. Mmm. No. And so then on the side of all these beautiful snacks, Trisha and I went to the liquor store to get a bottle of wine. <laughs> no judgment there. And when we came back her husband, <laughs> he like, like DoorDash, like Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah, like a there's not one around here. Like, where did he get it from? He like DoorDash it or whatever app. I know. He I is. was like, and then we were like, "What are you eating? That looks good." Like, yeah, like chili, chili cheese fries and hot dogs. He's like, "You guys don't like hot dogs." And, and I was like, like, "I don't." If you told me you want something, I wouldn't from have got Wiener a hot dog. Schnitzel, but I would have had like, the chili cheese fries. I would have said no. Chili cheese fries but or I chili fries. I did not know they had that. So. Yes, they do. He gives us a big cup of like old fries. And they're I mean, like soggy and not very crispy. And we're like, these are terrible. And we keep and then eating them. <laughs> we eat like fistfuls of them because we haven't really eaten all day. We pull out the freaking picnic 
shoestrings. We're Which just I kept fresh in a baggie. All potatoes right now. <laughs> potatoes like, and chocolate. Really crunchy ones. Really soggy cold ones. <laughs> and then these salt. beautiful like chocolate and chocolate cookie confections. <laughs> and we already drank all the wine. Yeah. Whoop. It's like, you know. It's one of those. Snack book. Days. So that's Give a, me that snack book. A huge snack book. But it's been good. It really needed to be. We do have like to this. try the black. You want to try the black and white cookie, or you want to? It's gonna take like five hours okay. for me to undo. You this don't have to. We'll, we'll eat it later. <laughs> then I'll have like a gluten thing. I'm all like, hey, sometimes, I drank wine and ate French fries today. This is literally my diet. Sometimes black and white today. cookies are gluten free. I've noticed when I was like looking what? around. You're lying. I'm not. Oh no, I, I'm not. I don't know if this one is because I haven't opened it, but we'll see. Anyways. We might There's eat that. There's no label. But the chocolates from Cincy, uh, from Sassy, and the old french fries, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Our compliments of wiener schnitzel. Sometimes. Eight hours after they were made. Sometimes like, when uh, you're super tired, like, you know how it is. So, oh, flashback to my wedding. Oh. When Trisha ate a hamburger off the counter. Oh, my God. No, I mean it really. We talked re- about this before. I know, but it, rem- but it's my anniversary, so I'm going to bring it up again. <laughs> Trisha was very big part of my wedding, and there were special brownies I'd never had know. before. And we were like, "Hey!" Also, she was so hungry because she starved herself to fit to her fit in my dress. Dress, which yeah. is like I was taking like eight dance classes when I got fitted for the dress, and then I stopped for a couple months, and I kind of filled back out again. But you were still like really. Thin, I was by the super way. fit, but you ordered like the most fitted dress at well, the smallest size. They. They it was a corset esque dress. So then when we went back for the second measurement, it was like this is two thousand one. Everybody two weeks after nine eleven. Just saying, my wedding, my wedding, my wedding was a little rough. Yeah, I came back. I went to London and amazing. I flew the night before nine eleven. I was flying through JFK to come back to California from London, and I can't believe like I was. Good thing you missed it because you would have been stuck for. Ever. I would have been stuck either in New York or London, and but also like yikes! I like, was in the air on horrible. September tenth. Horrible, yeah. There's so I, many. I okay. woke up at five Way in the morning. Horrible for everybody that got affected. Of obviously. course, but you could have gotten stuck. Holy crap! Yeah, and I, I had no money, and and yeah, we like, were all my friend took then. me on a trip to London on her dime because she got a free ticket from work. Like I, you know, we yeah. stayed in a hostel, you know, like so. But my mom called me at like five in the morning, and she's like, "Are mm. you still in London on 9-11? And I'm like, "No." And she's like, "We're under attack." And I'm like, "Mom, you're overreacting." Yeah, and then really. I turn and then the TV like, on. And oh, actually, it's like fucking horrible. Can't believe, can't believe the timing of that. But then Shauna's poor wedding <laughs> was planned, wah, wah. and you know that should and, happen. And somebody in my work was like, "Are you going to cancel it?" I'm yeah. like, no. "No." You plan a wedding for, for like, like a year. A year. Yeah. You get a date. Everything you pay backs for everything. out for the date. You can't just postpone it Everybody's, and get your money back. You would still have to, you'd have to pay for it twice. No, no, it's like you can't do that. No. So and it's like also like I mean the terrorists win. If yeah. We cancel our wedding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just kidding. Oh my keep, god. Keep the Did joy. I really, just say make that? the joy happen, Shauna. So hilarious. Your wedding so, was beautiful. It was great. Rubber chickens. Trisha. On. Ate a hamburger off the counter. And so this reminds me, this is a good thing to off celebrate bathroom my counter. anniversary <laughs> with is some old fries. <laughs> That's how we're celebrating. As friends. I'll have to look up you what, were my maid what of episode honor. was it where I ate the old food? You it were my maid of thing. honor. I was. I was and your you, matron of honor. <laughs> no, you were maid. I was a maid. I was you married You were yet. not married <gasps> yet. You were a maid. You were a maid. I was just a young virgin. Just a little young maid. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, you were like, oh, and my... I sang a song at your wedding. And you did. I sang with our good friend Mo. I sang um, what's her name song? The Ocean. Dar Williams, The Ocean, because that's Edgar and Shauna's song, and it was really, really pretty. It was, it was sweet. Really sweet. And Aaron played the guitar. Her husband and Mo sang. And Aaron played the guitar in the ceremony too. Yeah, he did. He, he played, like, played like a, a nice custom little, song. Something he wrote for you actually. He did. So it was sweet. like a little love. It's like a just a melody. It's like a little love song he wrote so for me. Sweet. No words. And you guys like walked down the aisle to it, or after at the end or something. He like sat up there and played. Somehow it was in there, but it wasn't the aisle. Because when it we was, walked down the aisle, it was the mariachi. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was like in at one point. It was in the like ceremony. musical interest. Lead yeah. by Aaron. It was like that. It was very pretty. And somebody said it like that too. We used it in our wedding too. <laughs> but he well, didn't play it. No, because he was busy. No, he was married busy. to you. So what? It was a great time had by all. It was a little rough, just like everything in life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm all everything's Can always. Can nothing like that. be easy? No. People? <laughs> I'm all when I got married, 9-11 happened like, I don't know, two weeks before you know it. I just saw Hades Town in New York, and I'm like obsessed. And uh, Orpheus, get her started. Oh my god, I can't stop listening to it or talking about it. But I showed my kids some bootlegs on YouTube of like the big <laughs> lighting scene I like and some of the songs. And this morning, my son came in and he was like, had a little flashlight, and he started doing this like lighting thing that was very famous. You probably saw it at the Tonys, like the lights like swing out. So like very. Everybody saw it at the Tonys, right? Okay. Everybody watched it. Just kidding. No. And anyways, my son looks at me and he's like, "Mom." Is my lighting breaking your heart like the play? Because I told him like when I saw the play, my heart like cracked in two because it was like so beautiful. Am and he I was like, your heart with did I break lighting? my heart just now with my lighting, mom? And I was like, yes, Logan, like you just broke he, my like, heart. He broke my heart and everybody else that's listening to right now. So God, he's adorable. He's sometimes. so cute. And, yeah, and then he's like, it. I was watching a bootleg, like doing the dishes in the kitchen like listening to the soundtrack again <laughs> the other night because i can't stop listening so, to my husband's like are you ever gonna not listen so to here's that? what happens with trisha like obsessed when she guys. likes something she doesn't just like like it no. she like loves yes. it and it's like yes i do and you will have if you're around her you have to hear the whole fucking story no the whole story and like the visual i will show you some pictures no no and she will tell you the lighting was like this, and then this happened, and then this person said, I mean, I'm, I, oh, I don't even need to see the show now. I've, I've, like, lived it with my Reef brain. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, okay goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Okay, we're coming okay. back with Right Club. Right Club. Welcome to the Bench Right Club. The first rule of Right Club is you do not write about Right Club. The second rule of Right Club is you do not write about Right Club. Right Club. It's the right club. Bench right club. So this week's prompt was like a super fun one. Yes. And it was at this month's prompt. Oh, did I say this week? Yeah. I meant this month. This month of September was at screw it. Let's just blow it up and call it a day. Which is how, like my theme of life, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I haven't read any of these, so if I stumble over your writing, I have I'm not sorry. read them either. And we wrote our own. Yes, we did. Which is which fun. I didn't read. I just wrote and closed my book. So and I actually typed mine, Whoa. which I've never done Was before. Was it faster? Did you get more out? No. Really? You know what happens when you type, or at least when I type, you type I can only really fast. I too. type fast, but then I go like, wait. 
Because, like, if I'm writing, I might scratch something out and, and like, do an arrow oh, or a line and too. do another word. Yeah. I do that, like, when I'm writing. I like Of course. And I'm not editing. I'm just, like, that's not the word I meant to say, like, this. And then, so when you're typing, though, you're, like, backspace, backspace, oh, or like, whatever. So and so time. I found myself doing that. I don't know. It was interesting. Like, I hadn't, I had never typed one I've before. never typed a writing prompt for our show. It was always fascinating. handwritten it. I wanted to see what the folks at home were feeling about it, and it was different. <laughs> and I think I like writing with my hand more. I hate to say it. All right. First right club of the eh, screw it one is Kayla or Sharpie. Kayla. Kayla. You're the best. <laughs> and here is your writing prompt for September. I'm not sure where to put it. I like can't see because it's dark in here. Do you mean to turn a big light on? No, because it's too hot. Okay. Okay. Here it goes. <laughs> When is she going to stop talking? <laughs> Seriously, I can't believe there's this much time to say about a new form we're supposed to use. This meeting is a waste of time. I can't deal with this. I'm starting to sweat. The pressure is building. I could let go just a little. Maybe just a quick little squeaker. <laughs> no one would ever even hear it over her constant droning on and on. But it had to be Taco Tuesday today. And I had to get the extra helping. I don't know if a squeaker is all that will happen if I let go. I can't get up and go to the bathroom, though. Not during such an important meeting about <laughs> such a stupid new piece of useless bureaucratic red tape. I can't take it anymore. I gotta let go and hope for the best. Can I? Eh. Screw it. Let's blow it up and call it a day. Well, that's one way to cut a meeting short. <laughs> Kayla, that killed me. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. That was Basically amazing. Basically, everybody's life story that works. I know. I know, right? I love... Okay, Kayla, just side note. Like, I love your, like, working stiff voice because yeah. it's so... Like, like working in an office stuff, yeah. I should say, because we're not, like working a coal no, mine but or something that's how it is it is though. literally that is like yeah taco tuesday yeah Whew, that's good that's Love some it. good shit we have a uh... <laughs> kayla you're the best okay <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the sound effect no problem all right should i do rachel's now yes go okay this is rachel Noll. poems for people new contributor yes new friend thank you rachel all right I have has not read this. She has a typewriter. Okay, keep yes. going. No, listen to her podcast, you guys. You will love it. All right. The porcelain throne. You'd think we developed a sort of kinship. My ass sitting on it every day, kissing the clean surface of the seat. <laughs> I say that's a pretty exclusive, one-of-a-kind relationship. Two weeks ago, the throne to my highness decided to start breaking things off. It began with a clog. Not of my doing. Hmm. I don't know how it happened, but I'm not to blame. I came up from work midday to the water tank squeaking violently, a hurricane brewing in the bowl. I turned the water off and tried to nurse the toilet back to life. <laughs> oh my God, we've all been there. Yes. It was messy. Not your usual lunch break activity, but after an hour, it flushed smoothly and the tank purred in its familiar bubbly tone. <laughs> it happened again three days later in the middle of the night. Water spewed over the seat, splashed oh onto God. the floor, and lingered in the bathroom. Praise be for the weird lip by the door. All of this occurred. 
<laughs> in a matter of two seconds. Praise be. Between the sound of rushing water and my jerking out of bed, there was a five-gallon murky swimming pool <gasps> with a lazy river, my oh. bathroom. This time, I called a professional. Oh. After a lot of prodding, the throne was restored. To the river, I lost five Egyptian cotton towels, a lot of grout, and everything under the sink in the bathroom. Aww. This was the flood of all floods, and there were casualties. <laughs> <laughs> Over the next few months, our relationship was rekindled. With each flush and subsequent silence, my trust was restored. Slowly but, sure, slowly but surely, I found myself and my bottom cradled in trust once again each time I sat down. Months of this go on. Our relationship flourishes. I feel safe. My bottom is happy. I forget about the injustices done to my sanity in my bathroom <laughs> until I come home to, from a shit day to a soggy carpet. I think maybe I spilled something. I mm. step further into the slosh to the familiar, sound of a familiar rush of water. An hour later, I'm soaked and sweating. The Aww. room spins. I feel like I'm in an altered reality. Dusk has set in and there's a knock at the door. It's my neighbor. Apparently, there's water in the hallway. <gasps> Fuck this, I scream over and over again. <laughs> Running to the closet, I grab the box marked holidays. I rummage fireworks. In what? slow motion, <laughs> what? I run across the carpet and into the bathroom. My neighbor's still standing in the doorway. Over my shoulder, I scream across the battlefield that's now my apartment. Ah, screw it. Let's just blow it up and call it a day. <laughs> like it was a team decision. Nope. I'm ending this relationship for good. Oh, my God. <laughs> she blew up her toilet. She was oh, like, I'm done Rachel, with you. This Rachel? is amazing. And we have owned several little tiny shitty houses. I'm not using shitty lately. And or like apartments. So many toilets. So many problems. <laughs> Plumbing is my nemesis. Yeah. I can wire some lighting in your house, no, no. but I cannot figure out plumbing for my fucking plumbing life. Plumbing is like, and what you described there was just like. Coming I home could, and being like, go oh, through, I spilled something. I could go through the horror <laughs> with you where it was like, mm, like things were ruined. That was lovely. And like you thought it was going to get caught by like the <laughs> lip on the floor and it wasn't. And it was just like. Oh, Rachel. the lip, the lip, thank God for the lip. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times I've thought that yeah. before. Ooh, it stopped When you it. watch it start to come up and it's like in slow motion no, and you're just like, horrifying. <laughs> Rachel, I'm so sorry. Thank you, Rachel. And also amazing. Thank yes. you for sharing that with yes. us. That's exactly. I hope it's not 100% true, but I have a feeling a lot of it did I'm happen. pretty sure that's autobiographical. <laughs> and because the details just Maybe a not the fireworks. Bit. But the rest of it, I really hope you for sure blew it up with. Fireworks. I hope you got a new toilet. <laughs> okay. By the way, that was not the toilet's fault. It was the plumbing. But yes. also, Rachel, welcome. We are. We want you to be here all the time. You, you are, are so fun. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you for being our new benchling. Come join our benchlings. They're a lot of fun. Here's another one. This is from. Brett Jordan. Oh, Brett. Who is a very, very committed benchling. And he <laughs> titles his, which is fun. The last time Carol made fun of me, part two. Remember the other one? <laughs> if the boss ain't happy. I love that there's a part two. Okay, here we go. This is Brett's. Eh, screw it. 
Let's just blow it up and call it a day, Grayson said, looking at the device. Like an incomplete film colorization, stark red against blacks, whites and grays, the large barn stood solitary on the newly frosted hill. Just past the now naked tree line, he could see the lake and those who unfortunately were caught in the snap, floating like unusual detritus. Okay, you're using some words like I don't know, Brett, and I got an English <laughs> degree. Okay, sorry. Like unusual detritus from an ill-planned lake party. Huh. He could see his boss sitting on the diving launch, half naked and strangely thought he heard laughing in the stilled negative filmed scenery. We wait until the boss returns, Carl said in between inhales of his stubby cigar. You always want to blow shit up. He shook his head, chuckling to himself. The boss wouldn't be too happy if he came back and saw his device blown up. Catching Grayson's eyes, and we know exactly what happens when the boss ain't too happy. His hands opened up the chromo-colored landscape. The sky was a silvery gray that floated like a silk blanket being unfolded over a disheveled bed. Hmm. The world was silent, with only the sound of footfalls over hardened snow echoing through the barren vista. He moved slowly, arms outstretched, caressing the black-fingered branches, cloying at him like abandoned children wanting his attention, and he, a priest... Fat on the tithes of the congregation, smiled at them while eating the scenery with a gluttonous smile. He approached the barn. You're right, Carl, the boss smiled. You don't want to make me unhappy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't even know what happened right now, but like I'm loving it. And I uh, let me just tell you about what I'm loving. I'm loving the abandoned children wanting attention a priest fat on the tithes of the congregation smiled at them while eating the scenery with a gluttonous smile that's that and the silk sheets that's a tasty line line right there brett keep that one yeah no there's a lot going on in that small bit the fat on the tithes and the gluttonous smile Woo, that's a good one i like it so good Okay, goodbye. Okay, wait, what do we have left? We have so many more. <laughs> we do? Uh, maybe not. We have Brandy. Brandy. Yeah. From Book of Lies. Book of Lies. Buddy from Outlier. Also, listen to that podcast. Really do good. Need, do you need this one? I'm sorry, oh. I didn't give it to you. Yeah, I only You're reading one. that one, right? I think so. Okay, good. Oh, and yours is on the bottom. I'll read That's mine funny. later. It'll be funny if I read yours one day. Don't Mine's read not mine. typed, though, so I can't. You can read... Brandy's because hers is good and she's from Book of Lies the podcast which is great go listen to it and she's amazing we saw her at Outlier and she said I always wanted to submit and so when uh, we added an extra day I was like yo it's time it's time and she delivered thank you all right ready yes the bitch deserves it I shouted (laughs) as my best friend gawked at me in horror lunging for the gas can her brown eyes quivered as she turned over what she should do in her head Admittedly, I was a bit excited. One week earlier, I'd learned what I thought was the happiest day of my life had been a lie. I'd been so excited. My dress was a self-designed ivory dress beaded with Swarovski crystal and pearl calla lilies. I stretched out the dress design and brought it to this woman to make a reality. It was one of a kind. Mm. She promised she could do it in time for my wedding, and she delivered. It was 
beautiful. The day went off without a hitch. I married the man of my dreams and my guests had a great time. What? Two weeks later, I saw my self-designed, one-of-a-kind dress in the latest issue of Crazy Brides Monthly. (gasps) Now, I was pouring gasoline at a tiny bridal boutique. The mannequins in the Princess Bride Boutique's (laughs) tool-draped windows were intricately adorned silk, satin, and lace wedding dresses. The place was to be no more. Oh, well. What are you talking about, she asked. It was my dress. The one I designed, the one I toiled over, shed blood, sweat, and tears over. That bitch made my dress for 17 other brides. (gasps) Finally, she understood. She pulled out a book of matches from her purse. Fuck it. Let's just blow it up and call it a day. <laughs> so nice. Love it. So good. I love how everybody's so different. I know. I know. And I always say that. We always we have to always say that. That's like a bingo square for us. But, but like it's, it's true. So true. Very true. That is amazing. Brandy, why have you where have you been all this time? Thank you for submitting. Please come back. Come back again. Because that is like... This was awesome. I like was about to blow everything up on I that. know. I know. All right. <sighs> okay. Is so good. Do you want to do yours or do you want me to do mine? I'm going to do mine. Okay. So that we can like mix it up with the voices. Cause mix it's it up, like, bitch. Rah. All right. Yours is probably funnier than mine, though. I mean, mine are like whatever. Okay. Blah. No disclaimer. No disclaimer, says Shauna. Doubtingly. Okay. <laughs> I have a coworker that always says that. I'll be Doubtingly. talking. No, I'll be talking to him on the phone and he's all, I'm going to go find this file. I said confidently as I looked for it. <laughs> he does that. He does a commentary and it's so funny and it makes me laugh every time. And he does it all the time. And he's like, okay, I titled this file, my personal living hell. <laughs> like, and I'll send it to me and it's like my personal living hell. And I'm like, you're so funny. Like, oh my God. Okay. It's amazing. But that is not this. This is okay. my response, says Shauna, to the writing prompt. Because we had to write it. Okay. Bitch. Eh, screw it. Let's just blow it up and call it a day. I said as I kicked back in my recliner and poured another glass of wine. My dog, Gucci, a lazy shih tzu, jumped up on my legs and snuggled into my feet. My other dog, Hazel, jumped up onto my stomach because she's a crazy chihuahua that likes to overdo everything. <laughs> And this is when my dogs start to talk. Gucci. Oh, mummy, this is how we should be living every day. (laughs) The only thing that would make it better is a stick. Hazel. I have a few financial reports to finish today from the Center for Nonprofit Resources, and then I have to plan Betty from HR's retirement party. I'm flying in her granddaughter from Nebraska. It's going to be a great surprise. And this is how I spend my days, making up conversations for my bourgeois shih tzu and my hardworking nonprofit chihuahua. (laughs) Eh, screw it. It's the best part of my day. That's adorable. (laughs) Hazel's voice. I love Hazel's voice (laughs) so much. And Gucci, and you guys, I've met these dogs. And I have to say, confidently, their voices do exactly sound like that. Hazel is very hardworking. She's and very she's hard-working. a nonprofit professional. She's a little skittish. She likes me now. Took a while. Yeah. Now she likes you. She though. does. Yeah. She's she comes like, up. She used to run away from me. Now she's like, 
I heard you really support nonprofits. <laughs> I heard you have a back. She's like, do you have a 990 on audit that I can borrow from you? No, and she's Gucci, very, very professional. Gucci's black and white and looks like he's always wearing a tuxedo and his little front paws turn no. out like a little and ballerina. He's freaking adorable. He's just like, and he's, excuse me. And like, he's completely worthless. He's very I mean, bourgeois. Like, <laughs> he has, he's super worthless, but adorable. He's sweet. Everybody loves him. Yeah. And he has this weird thing where he lately where he just barks at us oh he's like bullying us and i'm like i don't know what's happening he's right like, now i feel like i should be in charge because i'm fancy sometimes when like me and edgar <laughs> hug each other he barks at us he's like no he's like that's not- my affection yeah he's just like he can't Show share me. he's just very share. like when i told him about downton abbey he was like that's how it should be mommy it was just very like not you happy. told your dog about downton abbey <laughs> yeah and he was like yeah, that's the life I should be living. Nice. And he was not happy about it. And then Hazel was just like, I just have to plan Betty's party. <laughs> she's been planning Betty's retirement party. Betty from HR. And she's got like her daughter she's flying make, like, out. Homemade cookies. Like, no, she's got like a whole thing planned. <laughs> and she's been working on it for like months. This is his own podcast. This is kind the of Gucci like and Hazel what adventure. me and my husband do when we're like sad this or tells depressed. you a little bit about Shauna's life. <laughs> we have, yeah. Okay, anyway, go on. All right. You do your life now. Okay, I'll do mine. But... You do you, Trisha. You do you. <laughs> okay, no disclaimers. Okay. No. <sighs> my mom let us pick out a homemade birthday cake every year. I was getting too old for Barbies with frosting skirts and cakes cut like puppies or hearts. I wanted a grown-up cake. Pouring over cookbooks, there were no websites or apps. I made my list. Finally, I decided on a Rocky Road Bundt cake. It had everything. Nuts, chocolate, marshmallows, without the cheesiness of kid's cake, glazed with the chocolate sauce. See... I was raised to understand the beauty of chocolate on chocolate. (laughs) Mom bought all the ingredients. This cake was going to be epic. When the time came to gently lift it out of the bunk pan, I stood and watched in awe. And out it came in a lumpy pile of deliciousness. No, seriously, a pile. There was no cake. (laughs) We maybe overdid it. Too many like candy bars. (laughs) I started to tear up. And mom burst out laughing. She pulled out two spoons and handed me a pile of warm chocolate, crunchy, marshmallowy goo and said, screw it. Let's blow this up and call it a day. I love it. <laughs> and that's a true story. That is Sue. And that is. I'm so glad that Sue wasn't like. Oh, she wasn't a disaster. Sad. She was like, this is delicious. Let's just eat it, Trish. No, I mean, like. <laughs> If you put a bunch of like candy bars and shit and something, it is it's not. It's just like a lot of marshmallows and candy and like chocolate. It will ruin like the cakiness, right? Yeah. It will destroy it. Just couldn't, it couldn't. It was like. Grit blowed up. The nemesis cake of her life. Like she talked about that Rocky Road bunt cake forever. It was like the cake that destroyed all. Because she was a very good baker. Oh, yeah. And so that was like the cake that destroyed all notions of cake for us. And we did eventually, because I had a birthday party, so we got like ice cream and put it as topping. Because it was so good. It sounds but it was delicious. Just a, a fucking mess. But I and, love that uh, she was like, get a she, she literally laughed. And I was oh, crying. I'm so happy. I started she crying because I was like so sad. Mm. I was so excited and then so sad that it broke, right? How old were you again? I was I didn't say, but I think I was probably twelve. 
Yeah, 12. Yeah. Everything's like the end of the world. No, because like I wanted like a grown up cake. I didn't want like a, you know, icing. No Barbie cake. No, no. And my mom did that shit for me. Like she made all the cakes like in shapes, Snoopy, whatever, bears, like whatever. From scratch, there were no boxes involved. And her mom was a cake maker, like in Alabama. She used to no. sell cakes. Like They were like baker people. So good. And so when this fell apart, it was just like, it was just like the, for me, I was like devastated. But then she just started laughing and like, seriously, she might not have said screw it, let's call it a day, but she did give <laughs> but me a spoon. she might as well have said that. She yeah. basically gave me a spoon and she was like, come on, let's go. And we just See, sat, stood there and ate the cake. <laughs> that's a good life lesson. Right? Honestly, it's like, Sometimes you know Sometimes your cake falls out of the pan. Sometimes shit does not work out. I don't know, like. 80, all the time 99 <laughs> percent of the time and just then like just eat the eat cake. it and move on dude i just remember making trying to make cupcakes with like reese's Too peanut butter stuff. cups and or like trying to like throw like a candy like a little mini snickers right, or like right. and it just like doesn't Falling it apart. it like falls to there's the not bottom. enough room for the cake to like bond to yeah, the candy it just doesn't yeah. work and i've like i remember trying that in college and being like this does not work yeah and i don't know how to bake and i'm not a baker at all but well, I can you imagine. Give it a good try, though. I mean, but like I could bake a fucking box cake or something. But like, a- as it goes, to know that your mom like just was like, I can't. Like, just no, she eat just laughed. That's she so just great. laughed so hard. I would, I'd never oh, seen her so, react that way. Yeah, I thought she would be upset. No, because I saw her make Christmas cookies that burned, and I saw her cry and throw the whole sheet of cookies into the trash. Yeah. And so, like that, like kind of traumatized me in this weird way. Oh, and also you've inherited that a little bit. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. I said in Hazel's little voice. Perfectionist. Oh, Patricia, are you just a perfectionist? I think you did that once. <laughs> I don't know. But it was yeah. like I don't know. No, there might have been bowls of chocolate in my fridge that made me cry. I, I remember. I'm like, throw the truffles away. <laughs> no, it's very painful. And I'm not like that about cooking, but I am like that. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not like that about baking, but food. Yeah, when I make something that doesn't come out well, I'm the same though. I get. Or when everybody tastes it. Like really sad. And I also taste it and I'm like, meh. And I spent like a lot of time on and it. And like your husband tries to make it better because Edgar's like, oh, always it's like. it's pretty good. It's and you're fine. like, no, it sucks. And I then, can taste it too. No, and I, I know it sucks. And then my kids are just like, no filter. Like this sucks. I'm going to go <laughs> eat like a bagel. Like I'm going to go make it myself. 100%. And I'm going to like just burn this house. Screw it. Blow up everything. My daughter will be super sweet. She'll be like. You you know you it looks really pretty <laughs> or whatever and She's I'm just all, like just put a flashy it pin tastes, on it it yeah. tastes really bad <laughs> I don't know sorry I don't even know if I said that ever in the podcast but I, I think, think I said so. it to you in person because I got Trisha, a bad haircut and Shauna texted me just wear a flashy pin <laughs> there's a joke one of my friends from high school like <laughs> so funny but like her mom was like sort of like your mom in that way where she would like try and make things better right. find a like, solution in a sweet way yeah. Yeah. And she'd be like, I just feel like, you know, like it was like her outfit or like her hair <laughs> or like something was like way wrong, like way like 15 year old wrong, right. which is like there's no going Maybe back from her that. whole face. I mean, I mean, it's it. just like her whole life. <laughs> and her mom was like, I don't know. I just feel like like maybe you just need like a flashy pin. <laughs> and it was like and I remember me and my friend laughing at it for like 10 years because we were like, 
<laughs> when was a flashy fucking pin gonna like fix the whole outfit. my bad haircut yeah. or my like, braces my perm my face <laughs> everything about me that sucks a flashy fucking pin. Uh, Maybe it was her dad that said. I think it was her dad that said. Her dad that. And that makes it even worse. A flashy worse. pin. Because a dad would like be like. Like a flashy like 80 year old ladies pin. I don't know. Like a little like. Yeah. <laughs> like a little pin. Like just a beautiful pin. No, no. And now Pull that focus I. Focus from your face to the pen. Yeah, yeah. And now that I've been on fundraising, I was somewhere the other day where, like, someone had a, a very fancy, not fancy man, a very wealthy man, okay. I should say, known around LA as being a wealthy man. Won't say who he was. Turns to the woman next to me who represents another very, like, wealthy, like, thing. And he's like, that's such an interesting pin. Oh, no. <laughs> And you're like snorting like milk out of your nose. And I'm like, you don't drink milk. But. And this is what I do. This is what I how I make my living. Everybody, okay. I'm like, yeah, that's such an interesting pin. And then she goes <laughs> on to tell us the story of the pin. And I am like, I'm dying inside. I'm gonna like die right now <laughs> because I've joined the pin conversation. Yes, wholeheartedly. And like no one knew in. your background with pens. I am all into the pen. <laughs> then I tell them a pen story. No, no. I mean, it keeps you going. You told them the flashy pen story. Look, my aunt sent me a pen from the Metropolitan Museum of Art. It was like a little cat when mm-hmm. I was like a kid. And my aunt would send me like these cool, back in the like freaking like catalog days, right? right? Like not internet. Like when I was like 12 or right, 13. Right, And she would send me these cool things. And I was like. It was so like you know like cosmopolitan Amazing. for me to get like something from like the Met, Flashy you know, pen from the Met. So this little cat, and I don't like cats, but it was so cool that I didn't care, and I was right. just like, I'm wearing this little like weird black cat. It's like fucking Egyptian history. Do you still I don't have it. Yeah. Oh, I've got it. <gasps> oh, take a picture, dude. So I'm like all up in the pin conversation, and I'm like, my aunt sent me a pin, and they're just like, we don't care because you're the nonprofit we fund, and we want to talk to each other, and Go we away. hate your pin, <laughs> and all things that it represents. <laughs> you proletariat bitch. I'm just kidding. Nobody did that. It was very sweet. It's all oh very kind. I mentioned no names. <laughs> Thank you, and good night. Okay. We love you all. Thank you so much for sticking with us. This is a long podcast with a lot of things happening. It's all good. It's not that long. I'll edit it. Okay, good. (laughs) Please just stick with us. (laughs) Sorry. I'm like, stick with us as we fumble through life. And um, please join our right club. And to all you and all of yours, share it because it's so fun when new people contribute and it's so fun when all the regulars contribute yeah, too. Like, absolutely, guys. Like we'll have another one for October. We are oh trying to get some scary tales together for yes. our last episode of yes. hashtag yes. all the horror for twenty nineteen, which is a group of podcasters who collaborate to provide you thirty one days of horror content, whether it's blogs, poems stories podcasts whatever scary haiku everything bring it rachel rachel yeah i mean that's for you and we want to ask all our benchlings in particular but also everybody but benchlings you're like very special to us like we want scary stories yes or scary candy yes okay so take a spin on candy because we've done candy before we've done like what candy we like we all like halloween candy 
What's a scary ass candy? Right. And there are some. Yeah. Send absolutely. us your scary candies. Tell us why. We're going to put all this stuff out for October. So most Do of it. our episodes in October will be something about. It's going to be scary. Yeah. Something about Halloween. Something a little spooky. We're going to be collaborating with Epic Film Guys. Drew from Real Feels. Um, you might hear us on other podcasts throughout the month. It's a big collaboration. We started it last year. We and heart it's everyone. Amazing. So especially thank you to Invasion of the Remake, the whole team for collaborating to like organize <laughs> Are us. Are you giving an Emmy speech right now? I You're am. Like the whole team. I am giving everybody, my Emmy speech. My whole team. That's right. Like thank you, my mom. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Just thank you, my, everybody. My, my PR person, my dog my, Sandy, my team at like my you art know, manager, that um, company, Christine Blackburn, them. just for fun. <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel. I'm just kidding. Okay. Wiener Schnitzel. What's up? We ate some cold ooh, fries ooh. and they and we weren't bad, did, and they were not good, <laughs> and they're still sitting here. And we might eat them. We might eat them all. Something bad's gonna happen. All right, okay. guys. So. You know, if you like us, tell a friend, leave a review on Apple, uh, iTunes. Oh, by the way, PodCoin went like the way of the oh, dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. And somebody did a super um, funny thing. Tell them who it was. Uh, Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique did an amazing spoof on hilarious what went up with PodCoin and where else you can hear us. And so I, I reshared it, but I'll put it again in the notes because it's the best the, it's it's like the song the that Trisha would have written for it, except somebody else already did it. You guys, you, you guys like took what I love and made it happen, and so I didn't have to do it. And I just admire, I admire that shit. So, so Podcoin much. went down. So don't listen on Podcoin anymore because it's just like not a thing anymore. It is, but if you By listen time to us you... on Podcoin, you can find us fucking anywhere right. else, literally. I think maybe everybody switched to Podcoin because it was fun because they were getting stuff. Getting like a little gift so card. just switch back to like wherever you were yeah. before. Yeah, but anywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. Yeah, okay. and oh, by the way, yes, I went. You know, obviously, I was in New York. I went to the Great Society, right? Oh my god, Lincoln Center. I was in New York. Tickets are so super expensive. Cool. And I used promo code Bench <gasps> on the website Seat Giant. Dot you com. Did I did, and I got five percent off my <gasps> ticket, which was about four dollars. That's good, though. But when you're spending like over a hundred bucks four on a bucks ticket, is like you know, it feels awesome it's, because especially it's like they, a coke or a sparkling where, water. You know or what? Wherever you buy tickets, they add all these fees. So that little five percent like kind of helped me like balance my little budget. It's just so nice. So Sea Giant, you know, they're still using our code. It does work. I. I'm a t- uh, like right now I'm telling you I used it so if you're Testament. buying tickets um, and you're comparing costs take a look at Seat Giant uh, it's international so wherever you are and if you use the code bench capital oh B e, and then lowercase e and ch um, you can get 5% off bench title case bench yes and Trisha just had an amazing time in New York and nobody wants to talk about it anymore so goodbye <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> Trisha's trying to make me write 10 musicals right I'm now sorry. and I can't do it 
And then as she tells me her ideas, I have ideas. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't do it's it. It's a brainstorm I cycle write lighting. of destruction. I don't know how to do lighting. No. Nope. But I know that she knows. Yeah. And I'm like, what if this happened? To, and then we, when we do this, what if? Yeah. We do this a lot. We've always done this. So earlier between the bench, what if, the like, snapbook this and the right club. And this happened. We literally like looked over a musical I was writing while in New York because I was so inspired by Hades Town. So we cannot take on another project. No, but like one day you guys will be like, Shauna and Trisha won Tony's. Remember that one time? Remember that little podcast they had and that was so like, weird? And then we're like, oh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, whatever. <laughs> we're like, uh. All right. No, so, no, no. I'm going to go off on Lin-Manuel just for like two seconds because he's beautiful and amazing and like such a perfect go person. Ahead. And I'm not going to throw away your shot. <laughs> I'm going to be in the room. <laughs> okay. So like, I'm like doing that thing where I hate on people that do great stuff, which is what we, it's what we do. I mean, we're really good at it. And we are and good haters. Lynn, we Manuel, list hard. We hate hard. We love oh, hard. No, we do. I mean, we were like, we can go to town. So I was like, That's true. Lin-Manuel Miranda is like a national treasure. He's amazing. He wrote this amazing fucking musical called Several. Hamilton. And, and the then Heights. he was like, and in the Heights before that. And then he was like, hey, I'm going to write like Moana music. That We're was like, actually before Hamilton. If you okay, whatever. Be I don't want to. Oh, look at me, theater geek. <laughs> okay, whatever. That's the, the, the way it came out to the rest of us. Like, sorry. Simple folk. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> So then he was like, yeah, like whatever, like Moana, like eh, goes. Oh, just beautiful, amazing song, like right. whatever. And I'm like, OK, so like, how can I ever? And then it was in Mary Poppins. Too. In my mind, I'm like, fuck you, Mary Poppins and your shit. <laughs> like, I can't. I just like it's like when you get that like Jan and Marsha thing and like me and you were always Jan. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. We are Jan. 100% with Jan. If you are not old enough, go back and watch The Brady My Bunch. My boyfriend's in Canada. So you know. His name is George Glass. So that you know. Just saying. Who Jan and Marsha are. They're pillars of like American iconography. <laughs> <laughs> I just said right now. We're, we're always going to be Jan. And I'm always going to be looking at Lin-Manuel Miranda and being like, God damn it, you fucking Moana and your piece of shit Hamilton that was so amazing. And I can't deal well, with it. Well, now it's Anais Mitchell. And Mary Poppins. Who wrote Hadestown. And yeah, whatever. took 10 years to get to uh, Broadway. Annie DeFranco. Oh, my God, uh, you're amazing. We love you forever. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, like, get a tattoo of your face on my arm. Like, whatever. Might. I might. I'm just saying, like, these people are killing us you guys, and inspiring us. And I'm just joking. I'm we, on a rant. We're really, we're really just, when this you're super creative. Artist rant. And you see something beautiful, it freaks you the fuck out because all of a sudden, everything beautiful that you ever thought starts rising to the surface. Oh, no. It's like a nightmare. And you're like, I have an idea. And I it can work. Like hundred ideas. If they could do this with the Greek tragedy, I could do this with this. And, no, no, no. And then I start playing music for Shauna and dancing around the room for her. And she's like, turn it off and stop it. Because it's like a wormhole, a brainstorm. Oh, no. Because if I get on it, Ugh, then I'm like you're already on all it. about it. And then I'm like writing songs. And then you can't think about it. I mean, I, I'm you not can't musical. not think about I it. I will write lyrics. Well, lyrics, yeah. It's okay. 
But I'm like, you know what this part should be? Guys, it should be a song that sounds like this. And this I'm is, like, this is what's called a gushing of creative inspiration. It is a very difficult it thing to be us, an artist. It makes us angry because we don't I'm have so a full time timeline to like work on this shit. So like this and all 10 we want to do, rant, all we want to do is do this. Like with our lives. And so I decided to direct all my anger towards the Lin American Lin treasure Lin that is Lynn Manuel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, all right. you and all your successful shit that you totally earned and deserved. And wow, what a cool idea that was. And like, <laughs> fuck, Moana, amazing. I listened to it the whole like duration of my life. Like, yes, <laughs> you did it. I might be jealous. A little bit. And okay, I'm done with my rant. Sorry. All right. So, if you're an artist like us, check us out on all the stuff. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. And your support is, uh, it's just, I can't even describe how much it means to us. Also, you guys are amazing. And, like, by the way, I just went on a rant. But, like, all of you guys do such cool shit. And you put yourselves out there with the writing prompt. Yeah, we appreciate it. And we love it. And we support it. And we know how hard it is. Listen to us. Like, be so dramatic. We understand the plight to incorporate whatever it is you're doing on the side that's creative into your actual I will promote your Moana. Like, whatever it is. bring me your Moana. Bring us your stuff. Bring us your tired, poor Moana. And we will take it and be like, yearning to be free. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. <laughs> and also keep writing. Keep snacking. Bye. Bye. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. The horror is coming. The horror of not having enough time to write. The horror of running out of snacks. Oh, wait. That's just our daily life. But in October, 31 days of horror from all your favorite artists and podcasters. Hashtag all the horror at all the horror 18 on Twitter. Follow us and be scared. <laughs>